Welcome to Speak the Truth, a podcast devoted to giving biblical truth for educating, equipping, and encouraging the individual and local church and counseling and discipleship. Hello, hello, hello. Man, I have not said that in a yo, while. Yo, yo. There it is. Jeremy, what's your slogan for 2023? <laughs> Ooh, I've got to figure that out. Some type of fun greeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, Shauna told me, like, what'd you tell me? Please stop saying we're back in studio. Well, but this is a good podcast to say that. So you okay. can say it. So All right. We're so back in the studio. It's my first and last. Yay. We're back in the studio. So excited to be with you guys yes. today. We, uh, it's been since August since we've actually published our last uh, episode, but more importantly, the last time we had Jeremy with us was back in April. Mm. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, so in this episode, obviously, we wanted to to catch up with everyone, let y'all know what we've been up to. Jeremy's going to share a little bit of just kind of like what his years looked like, and then uh, Sean and I have since then. Earlier last year, we started going to Southern Seminary, and so we're excited about that, and we hope to uh, share some of that fruitfulness with y'all in our so podcast. This is kind of like we... a welcome back podcast. Mm-hmm. It is a welcome back podcast. Mm-hmm. So the question right now is, how many of our podcast listeners are going? Nope, don't want to listen to this one. <laughs> you guys had your chance. You guys were good. You were running strong for a year, uh, two years. And then that just, where's my episode? Thank you to mm. our faithful listeners. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, with that being said, Jeremy, it's been a little while to hear your voice on the podcast. How have you been doing, brother? Yeah, what's up? Well, it's really good to see you guys. Um, it has been a very long time since I've sat in this chair, and I am really excited about what our year is going to look like on this podcast. You know, I think something we all thought we wanted to do is just uh, give folks a little bit of insight on why we sort of disappeared for a bit, and, and there were reasons. And for me, personally, it, it really started back in August of 2021. Uh, I don't know if folks are aware or not, but I got COVID Mm -hmm. during that time and was actually put in the hospital and was told it was a high likelihood I was not going to walk out of that hospital. Mm -hmm. Many doctors told me that. A really hard season. I was in for, I think, 16 days. Mm -hmm. Um, And during that time, experienced significant uh, lung damage, Mm -hmm. significant. And so for an entire year after I got out of the hospital, I was very limited uh, in my capacity and my energy levels, lots of brain fog, just the things you hear about. Actually missed a lot of counseling, had to cancel many appointments mm. just because I wasn't able to go into work. And even up to this current time, I'm still having issues with uh, lungs and breathing and all of that. So would definitely covet the prayers of our listeners because yeah. um, I'm just committed to getting back to 100%. And it's crazy to think this far out uh, from August 2021 that I'm still wrestling with things. Because um, that was early in 2021, Because right? I remember at the ABC conference yes. where, like, you getting up and just your breathing and speaking was still sort of... I was like, so surprised you were even able to attend that conference, much less teach it. Yes. <laughs> you really pushed yourself on that one. I literally had an oxygen tank at that conference. Wow. Um, because... Nobody could see it, but it was there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I could not... Uh, I literally couldn't walk hardly and, and have breath, but the Lord has been so merciful. I'm just grateful. Um, I remember sitting in the hospital bed, and that was the day that the doctors basically told me, uh, your numbers are actually getting much worse. Mm-hmm. And this was about day six or seven, and some of the doctors were crying. These uh, female doctors came in with tears because they just didn't think I was going to make it. There's actually another guy that we were kind of parallel in our progress, he did not make it. Mm. Uh, I was told by one of the nurses. But on that day, um, I was sent a video, and uh, it was an hour long. Mm. Two things were sent to me on the same day. 
one of them was a video and it was an hour long and it was just all my friends, including the two of you, just giving me words of encouragement and telling me you were praying for me. Mm. And so I watched that, and, and the first people on that video were my four kiddos. Oh, mm. that's awesome. And Tammy did that, right? She collaborated yeah. that. Yep. That was yes. so sweet. Good job, sis. Sister. Good job, Tammy. Yeah. And so a lot of our biblical counseling colleagues and pastors around here, and I just remember thinking, man, I didn't realize people were this, uh, cared this much, mm. you know? And it just, so... Made nerd, you feel so loved. Oh, it just, there I am being told you're, you may not make it. And then I just get all of this love poured into my soul. Nurses are walking in. I'm sobbing. But that, and then Shauna sent me um, C.C. Winans' mm-hmm. song. What's it? What's the title? The Goodness of God. The Goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Um, that to this day I listen to. And I listen to that song over and over mm-hmm. and over and mm-hmm. over. I, I remember one time I would just one nurse walked in and I was worshiping and she said, don't stop worshiping, just keep worshiping. But it was that day Mm -hmm. uh, when I was told it was over that I got those two or that it might be over that I got those two, um, the video and the song. The next morning, a nurse forced me out of bed. So I was in such condition that if you raised my, my bed, I would go into this spell where I literally could not breathe. Mm. Like I thought I was going to suffocate just by raising my bed up from flat to just your body just yes. t- being tilted a little bit is just wow so when this little nurse came in at seven in the morning and said you're getting out of that bed i was like i don't think we can do that <laughs> uh i don't think i can get out of this bed um she said no you're getting up and so seven o'clock she forced me out of the bed and i had that really bad breathing spell it was extremely hard but i sat in the chair and I stayed in that chair until one in the morning. I did not want to get back in the bed. Mm. And so every day after that, we got out of bed. My oxygen levels started going um, uh, up. And so I was needing less. I was on 100% oxygen, um, heated high flow, which they wanted to put me into the ICU and intubate me. But there were no, there were no machines. Mm. It was so bad. It was during one of the spikes, and it was just really crowded. But I started uh, getting up every day. And the Lord's mercy just flourished and doctors would come in and they would just say, I don't, this is just amazing. We are stunned that you're making this kind of progress. And several days of that, I had to get out. You had to walk up and down the hall for five minutes without needing uh, oxygen. And I was able to do that and was got out of the hospital and, and it's just been a process. But wow. that was, that's one of the reasons for my mm-hmm. limitations and even disappearing off of this podcast was just dealing with a lot of health issues. Um, and I would definitely ask our listeners and you guys to keep praying for me because uh, I'm not 100%, but I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. I really do feel that. Um, and so I'm excited what God has in store for the three of us uh, this coming year as we get back into the swing of things. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I, I just remember... Um, thinking of what, what song, Lord, can I send Jeremy just to encourage him, you know, just to stir your heart towards him, right? And one of the lyrics of that song that I really liked is it says, as you tell me, I'm struggling with breathing, right? It says, with every yes. breath that I am able, mm-hmm. I will sing of the goodness of God. And so I just loved the thought of that, of mm. thinking that we can maybe sing that song and just think like, you know, okay, normal breath, like living, but you actually struggling to breathe, like really grasping mm-hmm. the way that that lyric is saying, Lord, 
regardless of what I'm in, I'm, I'm drawing towards you. And so that's really sweet. And I love that, Tammy, that's a real thoughtful thing that Tammy did for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that you were encouraged in that way. So. I, I really think those two things mm-hmm. were mentally massive game changers for mm-hmm. me to yeah. say, I don't have to just sit here and, and listen to this diagnosis of death. Uh, God is still there and my friends are praying and mm-hmm. something else could happen. Well, I think when a lot of people go Grace through situations, is his prognosis. Yes. well, that you don't yeah. know what to do, right? You don't know how to encourage someone and, and you know, you're kind of at home and you're like, I'm limited in what I can do and how I can love on them. And obviously prayer is the best thing that you can do, but maybe prayer this and will, care. Yeah. That's, maybe that's this will it. encourage, you know, people out there to realize like sometimes it is just a simple text or a worship yes. song or yes. making the effort to get videos and collaborate it in a way that really can encourage your friend who's struggling in that particular way. But, um, you know, and so obviously that's a legitimate reason to not record on the podcast, but, um, thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And again, I was so incredibly grateful that the Lord gave you the strength to be able to speak at the conference because that was, yeah, we just didn't know, right. We didn't know yeah. if you'd be able to make it that yeah. day and what that might look like. And right. not only did you speak, but you were in the lobby and talking to people and mm-hmm. God must've gave you a new, yes. <laughs> a renewed strength that day. huh? Yes. I was very invigorated by being around <laughs> you guys and, just all the biblical counseling friends mm-hmm. and then the folks that attend just being in the midst of God's people. It was invigorating. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Mm. So I'm glad that you're definitely feeling better, but you said still kind of struggling, huh? Yeah. So I've been on a steroid um, inhaler and it was really helping. It's, it's like for COPD. Mm-hmm. I don't have COPD, but that's typically what it's for, but it has side effects like memory loss. Mm. <laughs> oh goodness. So I stopped taking it. Cause I don't really want to go down that path and, mm-hmm. and I can tell. And so I'm, I'm typically up a couple of times a night doing breathing treatments. Mm-hmm. So I've just got to get back to my doctor and figure out a different plan. Cause I don't really want to take something that has such significant side effects. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of people don't think about that. They just think, okay, you're out of the hospital. You're good. But mm-hmm. no, there's like this long-term recovery mm-hmm. that you're still having to work through at home and stuff like that. Has that impacted counseling too? Yes, mm-hmm. it, it still does. Sometimes in the mornings I've, and mornings can typically be very challenging. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. it does affect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pray for me because okay. I have started, I've, I've got a gym membership. I was about ready to ask, oh. it, right, what's exercise look like with that yeah, sort of limitation? that's true. And yoga. Like, will it actually strengthen and increase? Maybe yoga, right? That. No. Well, yeah. My wife has been on me for like a year to get back in. The, I used to work out five days a week. When COVID hit, I haven't been back in the gym since and especially since I got sick and when you can't breathe and going into the gym it's like what's the point yep but I did get a gym membership and uh, I've started going and walking it's embarrassing on the treadmill how slow I have to walk and how quickly my heart rate escalates which is a little a little concerning but I'm I'm committed to to doing that because that's what it's going to take it's going to take me getting into some exercise routines that's strengthening my lungs. I'll come walk next to you and you'll feel so much better. Well, it's, <laughs> it's funny though, because when you think about it, right? Because that's, we do, we get so discouraged and it's just like, oh man, and, and kind of like, man, we think of the good old days and like what I used to do yes. and then it's discouraging in the present moment, but then you realize like I can own this and give mm-hmm. the, give, give the Lord the glory of like, I, He's giving me the breath anyway, but I'm just going to, I'm going to work at it and I'm going to get stronger and I'm going to pray that it works and like it, it all goes back to him. Yes. That's the beautiful thing about it. I need to hear that. (laughs) Well, our gym has a steam room and a sauna too. Oh yeah. That's really good. That might be good for your lungs. That's good for muscle recovery. Oh yeah. The steam room, man. That's uh, a. 
That'd be really good. Yeah. Well, how do you make, you have a lot of obviously speaking engagements, you're writing books. Like how do you kind of manage all that too? Knowing that you got to care for your health. I would, I would assume there's probably people who are listening or have family members who are struggling with saying, Hey, health needs to be important. But then I have all these types of demands. And so any encouragement of just how are you trying to balance that and make your health a priority? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I will confess, I think I went back to work way too soon mm. at the level that I, I did. And I think that that was not a wise decision. So just learning my limitations and, and not being prideful, um, thinking that I've got to yeah. stay up with what I was doing at one point and just realizing I am where I am because there's a sovereign God who says this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And where do I need to um, learn balance in my life and and not allow uh, ministry and work to be my identity? Mm. But kind of re preach, recenter <laughs> around my um, priorities. Uh, that it's family. You know, when I I actually was counseling yesterday, and the guy was talking about something similar to this, and he said, and he's a business owner and stressing out because he's going through some things. And he said, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to be thinking about this business. And I said, you know what? I was actually on my deathbed and you're right. I wasn't thinking about any of these ministries. (laughs) I was praying that God would sustain them for the people, but I was thinking about my family. I was thinking about my friends. And, um, and so I've just got to continue to recenter my mind around this is, you know, my heart has to be shaped by loving God and loving people. Um, and if if that means I need to rest in order to have the strength to be active in my home, then that's what I need to be doing. Um, so, you know, the Lord's doing heart work mm-hmm. on me, um, realizing that probably pro- – I remember laying in the bed, and one of my elders called, um, Steve Fultz. He's a great guy. He called me, and I think he kind of knows I, I push the envelope sometimes on mm. on overextending. Mm-hmm. And this <laughs> this was a great truth. I mean, it cut, but I appreciated it. He said, Jeremy, the Bible says God will make you lay down in green pastures. And I think he's making you lay down, and you just need to be praying, what, is he, what, is, what do you need to see while you're having to lay down? And that was good. And I have remembered that uh, many, many times since— getting out and being through this recovery that, you know, the Lord, uh, that was a a season where the Lord really did speak to my heart in terms of making sure that my priorities are what they need to be. Mm. Because I'm I'm just like everyone else. I can get off track there. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's that's a good word. What about as far as people in your life um, that was supporting you or encouraging you during this process? Like, it, let's just say we have a listeners who are out there that they have someone in their network, right, who's struggling in that particular way. What what did you find helpful? Like how can they best serve or pick up the slack or encourage that person who's struggling in that way to, to be able to, to, to do that, like mm-hmm. to rest or, you know, do what your elder pastor communicated to you? Like do you have any tips for them? You know, I, if you have someone in your life that's struggling in this way, just the contact – just the personal contact of a simple phone call, a text, an email. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, do you want to go to lunch? Those kind of things, for me, um, just really touch me deeply, and they help sustain me and support me. and And those are the people that are reminding me, don't push it. Um, you know, it's okay if if you need to 
rest or take a break or what I need to hear that from people sometimes. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, just the personal contact of community, it's just, it's a reminder of the importance of community in our lives, brothers and sisters, uh, just reaching out. You may not think that text means a whole lot, but if it probably means a lot more than you realize Mm -hmm. for someone that's struggling. Yeah, that is good. I don't want another email though. (laughs) 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 The the endless email box, right? I don't know how people get to zero inbox. That's insane to me. Me too. Anyway, Mm -hmm. no, that's a good word. It's a good reminder. I think that's a good word for you know people that are in ministry, especially. I know a lot of our listeners that you know are involved in a lot of different ministerial things, and I think that's kind of the. I think that's what we find ourselves getting into for those in in ministry is we stretch ourselves too thin. and we feel like like the Lord needs us to do it, and we kind of get in that mode. And um, so I, I appreciate that word from Psalm twenty three. Like you lay down, and yeah. you can lay down, or He'll make you lay down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. Uh, it's funny, but it's not funny mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. Uh, it maybe has like a hint of Hebrews twelve in there. Mm. You know, a little yes. discipline of the Lord. That's right. Um, but anyway, no, that's good. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Uh, we appreciate that. And I know our, our listeners will be encouraged to hear kind of how you've been and then um, how they could pray for you. So that's good. Yeah, and just kind of our reason for our pause that, you know, we, we do think this podcast is important and we're so happy to hear all the feedback and people reaching out to us on Speak the Truth, you know, on the website and sending us feedback of how the podcast has ministered to you personally or has been helpful for you in counseling. And so just, again, thank you for, for that feedback because it – allows us to know, okay, people are needing this and wanting it and just us being encouraged to say, okay, let's keep, let's keep moving forward for us to be together today. And so, um, thank you for those who've reached out. And if you have any questions or ideas for a podcast, feel free to obviously go to speak the truth.org and, and let us know. Right. Yeah. it's good. Um, but any, any updates on our life that you want to share? Yeah, not like, saying that they care. They probably clicked off after Jeremy, but no, uh, <laughs> we can share a little bit. I no, guess. for those, um, so that's more of a care piece, right, yeah. for our listeners. But now it's kind of the cultivate piece, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where so Sean and I started uh, last fall. Uh, we started at Southern Seminary in Louisville, and we're doing the online, um, and it's been great. Um, and so I would encourage any anyone who uh, has been thinking, and I know those of you that I've talked to in the past, and just kind of thinking through at least educationally things that they can do. But there was uh, they recently did this. I want to say last year or maybe the year before. But they have this diploma program uh, where, let's say, maybe you for those of you who who had who don't have a, a college degree or undergraduate degree, you actually if you're over 30, but you might might want to go to Southern's website and double, you know, fact check me a little bit. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's 30 and over, you can actually start the di- diploma program and you'll be able to take master level courses. So for those of you who are trying to and they actually have a master of arts and an MDiv with a concentration in biblical counseling. Um, and so a lot of the people that we follow, a lot of the people that are at least in the biblical counseling world uh, at the academic level, professor level are at Southern. Uh, and so that was a huge reason why uh, we wanted to go. And obviously we want to grow as counselors uh, in, in the call that the Lord has given us back to ministry. Mm. Um, so anyway, so that's kind of what we've been up to. They and- should develop an over 40 program though. <laughs> And have less reading to do in eight weeks, you know, yeah. for us old fogies. But no, no, we're not technically old. I mean, anyway. Yeah. To, to a 30-year-old world, to a 20-year-old, to our kids, we're old. Uh, my uh, body would definitely say, yeah, man, you're you're you're, you're getting up there. It's um, just so much reading, but it's really good. And so the eight, if, if you can't be in Kentucky, 
the online program is a good option and you can even take one class at a time. You can take whatever load, but it's, it's eight weeks. And so like a fall term or spring term is breaking out into two separate terms. And so we're able to take a class spring one, eight weeks and then a second class spring two. So it seems kind of manageable until recently with this (laughs) Pennington class, but, um, yeah, it's really good in the way that they encourage you in the word and yeah. So, um, there's just a good plug if, if you're wanting to grow and, uh, again, there's a lot of, uh, biblical counseling people there. Uh, and matter of fact, John Henderson is an, is a professor there at Southern. And yep, for those Pierre. of you who are familiar with the level one equipped to counsel curriculum, guess who wrote it? That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, it's funny cause we actually have, uh, when Sean and I were talking about going and we shared it with some people from church, we have like six people in our church now that are going to Southern, uh, wow. Yeah. So, so we have our own study group. Yeah. We can actually make it to study group. <laughs> so like three of our, oh, yeah. well, me, Shauna, and then we've got what, two other, uh, women three. that, three other women that are, that are part of truth renewed counselors Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that are going to Southern right now. Mm. And so we all kind of like talk about it. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been good again, cause we want to grow, right? I mean, discipling, that's what it is. Your learners were, will be forever learning. So anyway, check it out. I would encourage you to do that. Uh, it's been great for us. And I'm looking forward to the opportunities and the networking and just all the and relationships. You have, a, you have an Africa trip coming up in May. Africa. Yeah. Uh, we get to go uh, to Africa. Not well, I we guess anymore. I do. Yeah. I backed out. I'm yeah. Uh, but I get to go, I get to go to Zimbabwe actually. And uh, there's a, there's a pastor conference um, and it's actually kind of built out like the ABC conference, right? So you've got plenary sessions and kind of the topic, but then you've got uh, breakout breakout topics and tracks. And so I'm going to be doing the biblical counseling track, and I've got 13 lessons uh, wow. to to kind of build out. So um, anyway, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And then do some group counseling. And yeah, group there, counseling because really we're going to cool. be going to some home. Like there's a there's like an orphanage where. Um, they'll get him at like five, six, seven years old and they'll, you know, they'll be in these homes until 18. Wow. Um, and so like a lot of the, you know, the workers there that work with the kids of just kind of talking with them and then even talking directly to, um, some of the orphans in that, in, in, in that ministry and just kind of hearing, and, and what's, what's interesting is that they have a lot of the same issues that we do here in America, but then, you know, at least culturally, there's a lot of other things going on too. So it'll be, I'm excited to kind of see the gospel work and break those cultural barriers and just see how what the Lord has prepared us in in biblical counseling to be able to just go and, and share that and just be aware of the cultural pieces in that. But just how, how universal the gospel is and how it cuts into whether it's drug abuse, um, you know, women, biblical manhood, womanhood, all these other topics that like they need it too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm excited about it. So yeah, so that's kind of what we've been up to. And I can put all that stuff in the show notes too, so that way you guys can check it out. Um, so I'll fact check myself and put the, the information in there as far as Southern is concerned. Anything else? I think that's it. It's good to be back. Yep, good to be back. Our next uh, podcast, we'll be talking a little bit about our upcoming conference and, and kind of give you a little snapshot of what to expect for the rest of the year. Yeah, let's go 2023. We'll see you guys later.